Hello and welcome to Leading to Sales. We are here on Monday with, I believe we're at episode six, and I just want to say welcome. Today, I am really excited about this episode because we have um, none other than the king, king of sales himself, Jeffrey Gittimer, coming on. And I am a little bit ridiculously excited about this because, frankly, he is the one who inspired me to start this show. And so getting him to getting the opportunity to have him on, um, not only am I excited about it, but frankly, it's a great honor. I mean, we're talking about the guy who has literally written the book on sales, the little red book of selling. If you don't have this, you're killing yourself and the sales Bible, as well as I think 15 other books, plus his latest book, which we'll talk about, but we'll get started right after this. Welcome to the Leading to Sales podcast. Every week, we're bringing you leadership, sales, and marketing strategies to help you move your business forward. Here's our host, internationally known sales and marketing leader, Brett Williams. Hey, Jeffrey. Nice intro. Thanks. Thanks. Very, we, uh, very snappy, you know. <laughs> We we learned we learned from you that there are some things that we shouldn't do ourselves, and so we right. uh, <laughs> we had somebody else put that together. You know, I know I bust your balls about this, but you should have one snapshot of the hair gel that you use. You're right, I should a photo frame because <laughs> it's like a signature for you. Well, and you know what a lot of people don't realize is so I'm going to be starting a hair gel company, and Jeffrey's actually going to be the spokesperson. Cool. You know, that would be amazing. That would be funny as hell and you'd sell products. Yeah, I should get uh, I should get you and a couple other people, you know, just to kind of come in. So, you know, what's cool is and I had I have to share this because the way I met you and I don't even I don't know if I really talked in depth to you about this, but the way I met you was actually this year in January at Joe Soto's event in Washington, DC, which I feel like I've met like nine or 97 of the people that I talk to on a regular basis. Now it's where I met him. But Joe and I had a conversation and he was like, you know, my mentor, Jeffrey Gittimer is going to be there. Um, I can't wait for you to meet him. You, do you know who I, who I'm talking about? And I was like, Nope, no idea who he is. And so he, he was like, well, he wrote this book and this book. And so I start looking at my library and I had a couple of your books already, but I didn't even know who you were. And so whenever I met you in, or in, uh, I about said in Charlotte, in DC, I was just like, okay, it's this guy named Jeffrey Gittimer who wrote a couple books, but like then getting a chance to interact with you and, and us get to know each other, it's, it's been a ride. Like it's been definitely interesting, especially since we live like 20 minutes from each other. Yeah. You'll live 10 minutes from me in about another year. Um, Less than that, hopefully. Yeah. But um, I should tell you that. At that event, I met a bunch of people that didn't know me that are now closer to me than you could ever imagine. Uh, Jamie Green, for example. Yes. Um, who's he? And now we're we're like, uh, literally, we're brother and sister. Yep. Uh, Wyatt Woodsmall, who yeah. on the first day, we, we sat in the back of the room next to each other. And on the second day, he brought two of my books in from his library for me to autograph, which is pretty cool. Yeah. But um, I decided, you know, Joe's been a friend of mine for way more than a decade. And we are alike because we're value providers. Yeah. And that's what allowed us to do this mastermind thing together that's been absolutely an incredible journey for not just me and Joe and, and our wives and Wyatt, but for the members of the group that are becoming literally like family now. Yeah. Well, and you know, what's cool is so that, that event was where I learned that you and Joe were having a mastermind. And so my business partner, Steven and I, we had a discussion when you all talked just a little bit about the mastermind and we talked about, um, you know, was it going to, would it be a good fit for us? Would it be something that, you know, that would be worth it? And honestly, what's funny is when we were there, and, and this is scary to keep, even think about, because when we were there, we went back and forth, you know, because it's not just a matter of whether or not it's a monetary investment. It's an investment of time and energy and a commitment to a group of people. And what we found out was that, you know, and we obviously we decided to join. And, and to me, it was hands down one of the best decisions 
that we could have ever made, not just for our business, but for our lives, because we really, even through all of this crazy COVID crap, which nobody even knew at that point was an issue. <laughs> we have like, as a group, we've really gelled together and been able to interact with each other and, and form relationships that have made the difference, made multiple differences in our businesses and our lives. I mean, this, so I just, we just got back from a weekend uh, or a week rather, not a weekend in St. Petersburg, Florida. And that week, those four or five days I was down there, I mean, that just the conversations and the relationships outside of the meetings we had, it's going to make the biggest difference in my business that could ever be imagined. I mean, here's Justin Benton, who's also a member right here. Yeah. <laughs> Throwing his CTA in there, you know, getting I, in that mastermind. It has become a family rather than a group. Yes. And the people who are there have genuine love and concern for the other guy or the other woman. Yes. And are just openly willing to help people without an expectation of return. Yes. Um, we had some outside speakers that were friends of ours or, or connections of ours that are indelibly engraved now on your head because of yes. who they are. And that's going to continue. We, you know, I'm, I'm very blessed to have a lot of really cool friends. And so is Joe. And at each one of these meetings, we'll have a couple of them. Yeah. Um, secretly, I'm trying to get, uh, for the one in Charlotte, I'm going to get Nikita Koloff to show up. Sweet. And assuming he's in town, I don't know if he's going to be in town or not. But he'll have a message, believe me. He's an incredible dude. Yeah, and that's I think that's the cool part is because you and Joe have worked so hard to develop those relationships like across so many different planes that when you all do bring somebody in, it's just it truly, I mean it it completely epitomizes Napoleon Hill's concept of the mastermind. Yeah. And I remember whenever when we were in DC in January, you showed a slide. Now this picture is just etched in my mind and will forever be of the original mastermind, and you'll have to help me with who all was in it. It was Napoleon Hill, Henry Ford, was Edison? Thomas Edison. And Harvey Bird, Firestone. Yeah. And Firestone. And that Just picture, I think, that, yeah, th they were on like a, a water wheel of like a, a mill yeah. or something. Yeah. And you talked about that original mastermind and, you know, to think about the legacies that have come out of that one, in my opinion, what y'all have put together because of what, because what, we, well, what we have as a group have built, that's going to be what, I mean, people are going to look back at this mastermind and not even recognize what happened. When Edison was talking to Ford, I can promise you he didn't ask, what did you watch on Netflix last night? <laughs> so true. I can promise you that. Yep. Um, you know, they're talking about the modern American society and uh, paved roads and light bulbs and connecting America. And I'm just an absolute unbelievable uh, group of people that were so far ahead of their time. It wasn't even funny. Yes. And it drew press. It drew reaction from people all over the world, literally. And if anybody's looking at wanting to get more about it, there's a group, there's a book called the Vagabonds. Yeah. Um, on, you can get it on Amazon. Uh, I would highly recommend that you get it really just for history. Oh, I got dogs running all around the place here. <laughs> just for history and historical um, perspective on how valuable is a mastermind. Yeah. So we're now a few minutes into this, and I'd really like to talk about some of the things that can benefit your listeners. You have LinkedIn people that have um, 1,500 connections and they don't do shit with them, correct? Yep. Yep. That's right. They're sitting there like a bump on a log, and they have all of these uh, unbelievable connections that they've either begged for or some have come with them, and they go live, well, and they brag about it. I have 1,748 connections. Okay, great. What do you do about them? Yes. Uh, Let's see. Jack is the first word that comes to my mind. And Jack, if you're not from Philadelphia, is half of a word. And <laughs> they, they put themselves in a, literally in a losing position by not doing anything with those connections. And I have, as you know, fought 
with LinkedIn to get on LinkedIn Live. Um, it was an, a never-ending process that ended up Ken Walls got me some connection of a connection of another connection of another guy. And uh, I finally got on. But I have 29,900 connections. Yep. And now they're all invited every day to my live. Exactly. It, it helps. Um, so I'm LinkedIn live, but I'm also Facebook live. So like this particular production is on StreamYard. Um, these are things that everyone who's in your bailiwick, who's in my bailiwick should be using. Yes. Um, you know, this came out yesterday. Hold up yes. your copy. Okay, cool. Oh, it looks like they're, let me get back where the lighting is the same. We have different lights. Yeah, I think it's our lights. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but um, I'm signing about a thousand of them right now uh, to people who, you know, want an autographed copy. I think that there's that there's a lack of understanding about the value of reading a sparked copy rather than a copy that you got from Amazon for 20 bucks. Just call up our office or go online. You can buy a copy. It'll be about the same amount of money and I'll sign yours. And that way you have like a an on fire copy. It's up to you. You know, I'll do it either way. Either way, I'm fine. Um, but I think that there is a perceived value in an autographed book. I can tell you from me personally, when I read a book that's autographed, it's like, yeah, I'm reading a, an on fire copy of the book. I, I'm, um, I'm reading this book by Steve Allen called how to be funny. <laughs> and if, if you don't own this book, you should, because you're probably not that funny, but I bought it because it is, it's a first edition but it's also signed by, uh, da -da 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 -da. where the hell is it? It's signed by Steve Allen and his wife, Jane Meadows. Wow. Jane Meadows, the sister of Audrey Meadows from the Honeymooners. And is it worth a lot of money? Uh, I don't know. I don't really care what it's worth. What's the value of it? That's the real question. Yeah. And the value of it is it's signed by the writer. Because Steve Allen actually wrote his own books, as opposed to being an author, um, which people who many people are authors that don't write their own books. And I'm not going to mention any names because it wouldn't be fair to Dr. Phil or Susie Ormond. But <laughs> I want to make sure that people understand that you buy a book rather than go to the library to get a book, because yeah. books are not just for reading. They're also for reference. And yeah. in the go live book, it's all about specific details that you need to be able to go live. And whether it's with a, a video or with a live broadcast, this is your time. This is totally your time. Different yeah, and I, it's, it's so funny because, you know, you were talking about the timelessness of the mastermind and like uh, ahead of their time. And I was sitting here looking at the copy that literally came in while I was at the mastermind and on page 12, like you don't even have to get into like the middle of this book page 12 would give somebody the outline that they need to develop any type of strategy for their online presence. I mean, it's when a prospect or customer visits your website and it goes through a list of questions that if you answer those questions and I'm not going to tell you what the questions are, you need to buy the book, but if you go through those questions, you've got your strategy. Okay. And then he's, right. of course, in Jeffrey get him or fashion, he says, now do something about it. Right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. But you know, most people, most people put things on in terms of themselves and don't recognize that they have to have a perceived value to the customer. I, I, I did it just in a podcast earlier this afternoon where some guy was talking about marketing and I said, look, Go get your brochure and take out a red Sharpie and circle all the things on the on, on your brochure that a customer would consider valuable and shareable. Most people will not get the cap off the pen. <laughs> and that's the reality of where you are right now in terms of being a value provider. And LinkedIn is the platform that gives you the opportunity to show your value and prove your value. And you don't do sh 
I almost said shit. You almost do any. You don't do anything with it. And it never ceases to amaze me that what what people do not do that they could easily do. Like my Facebook Live is condensed every day down to LinkedIn, and now there's a LinkedIn Live and a Facebook Live that goes up on my on my LinkedIn site. And all of a sudden, my followers are increasing like crazy because yeah. of the video. People people want more. People want more. And I'm, I'm blessed to do it, but I'm also challenged to do it yeah. because right now salespeople need help. I mean, they need help, some of them badly. Yeah, there's a group that I'm a part of, and, and one of the members of the group specifically mentioned to me, and I was just talking with her, you know, in a networking fashion, um, building relationships, who to thunk, right? And she said, she talked about, and I mentioned that, that I knew you, and she said, the, the live and the community that Jeffrey has built through, and this was before you were even able to get LinkedIn live, when you were just doing Facebook live every day, and you're up to, what, 250 plus shows every single day, 9.59 a.m. And she said the value of that community that you have built was what helped her get employed after getting laid off because of COVID. Cool. And so, I mean, like that's- There's all kinds of cool stories. And when you see my live every day, you see people from all over the world who are popping on there daily. I literally, from, from Japan to Australia to- any place in Europe to behind the Iron Curtain, Russia, um, Brazil. It's incredible. It is. It's it's unbelievable. The, the Asian community, the the, uh, the the whole all the all the hemispheres are represented very well. So South Africa shows up, and and uh, Argentina shows up, and these are people who are looking for help and looking for answers. They're not coming in to, you know, well, let's see what this guy. No, they're looking for help. They don't care who I am. They only no. care what I have to say and how that helps them. It's pretty interesting. Well, it's amazing uh, because you've built that and then you've just, to me, it's it's what we you and I talk about all the time. It's all about building the value that you're giving yeah. to your audience. And you started, the, I mean, I remember when you started that and it was, I didn't realize that it was going to turn into what it turned into. Now you had the vision. No one did. I had no vision. I would do it for a couple of weeks and COVID would be over and things go back to where. So after a month I said, Hey, I better do something deeper than this. So I launched that new normal course and it was a six figure revenue producer within one day based on that live broadcast. It's because of the value that it brings. I mean, that's yeah. the thing is, is it was not because Jeffrey has, you know, which, you know, you've obviously got systems in place, but there's, it was because of the amount of the value and that the market needed it and you met the need that they had. I'm going to uh, do a new course on how to have your best decade ever because I'm sick and tired of getting an email telling me that I'm going to have my best year ever in 2021 because a lot of people had a pretty shit year in 2020. And <laughs> I want them to feel like it's not about a year. It's about a decade if you're going to be in business for an extended period of time. So I'm putting that content together right now. And it's pretty stark. I mean, you're going to have to do some thinking about not just how you spend your morning and how you spend your day, but how you invest your time. Yeah. And what are you, what are you doing with your time? multiplied over an extended period of time. So if you just take 30 minutes a day that you're pissing away, um, you got seven full 24 hour days at the end of a year. Yeah. What, 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 what were you doing? Well, Thursday night at nine, I have to watch that sitcom. It, first of all, it's not that funny. Second <laughs> of all, the laughter is canned. Third of all, you can probably watch it on fast forward. Yep. Um, and still get the whole message. I. It's probably not a message you need to get anyway. In my, in a normal year, I would be in hotel rooms somewhere between 150, 200 nights a year. The one consistent thing that happens every time is the TV never gets turned on. There's no reason to, I got bigger shit to do than that. Yep. And 
Um, I mean, if I really am desperate for information, I got a phone. Yeah. Um, used to be that hotels made all their money on the phone. You pick up the phone in the hotel and for a dollar, you can make a local call. Well, geez, uh, thanks. <laughs> now the phone is literally useless yep. unless you're getting a wake up call or you want room service. It's, yeah, they, it's unreal. It was it's funny because the, the hotel. Oh, yeah. And the hotel that we stayed at, you know, for our mastermind in St. Pete, it was funny because when I walked in, I noticed that there was a phone in the bathroom. I was like, now that's a throwback to another time. <laughs> Right. Just in case. Right now. So like you said, this launched this week. I mean, this, this yeah. just went, you know, talking about going live, this just went, this just launched this week. So, I mean, for, from your perspective, what are some of the biggest takeaways? And we, a lot of the people that tune in here are salespeople that are in the SaaS world. They're business owners on LinkedIn. Where, what do you see some of the key takeaways that if somebody picks this up that they're going to get from it? Well, there's two, places to look at this. There's two ways of looking at this. Number one is what's inside. And number two is what's the, what's the real concept here? And the concept is I just wrote a book that's right now is the number one new release on Amazon, which is not bad. And it's going to bring me people and revenue. So I'm going to ask you, where's your book? That's the number one thing I'm going to ask. And then number two, what's the content? Well, the content is timely, valuable, and actionable. Timely, valuable, and actionable. So it's about, are you recording something like we're recording right now? It'll be played later, but it'll be played for a long time. People can come back and click on it like my Facebook or your, you know, whatever you do on a regular basis. Number two, is it, is it actionable? Can I get, actually get something from this that's going to give me an idea? So, for example, this morning on my live, I told people to go to Hippo Video, use HippoVideo.com. I can't comment on this because I'm in StreamYard. But go to use HippoVideo.com and record your Christmas message. Stop sending me a Christmas card I don't want them. A tree has fallen in Oregon to produce this Christmas tree, Christmas card, and I don't care about it. Yeah. First of all, half the cards I get, I toss. Half of them have company names on them with no one's signature. Like someone put an envelope, addressed an envelope, stamped it. Like, seriously? Freaking <laughs> seriously? Um, I... You know, I'm going to get Christmas cards this year. And I, I, there's a couple I'm going to save because they're from people that are really meaningful to me. Yeah. But really, in the final analysis, not what I'm really looking at. I'm, I'm looking at, can I send them a message that will affect them? Yeah. Can I take a hippo video and record it and talk to my minions of people and put it up on YouTube, tweet it out um, and and do something with it that's others perceive as valuable. Like here's a couple of things to look forward to in 2021. Like take off your mask. It doesn't work. Um, <laughs> we, I don't understand if you buy a box of masks, a box of them at the grocery store or the, you know, wherever you go, the drugstore, wherever you go to get your mask, read the side, <laughs> the side of the box specifically says that it will not prevent COVID from being transferred. Specifically. So you might as well just wear it like a diaper or a chin strap <laughs> thing or whatever, because it's got the same effect. Or a garbage can on your head. <laughs> I just, yeah, I don't understand. Some people need it more than others, but I, I, I don't want to be in a situation where I'm not um, talking about my, my values in life. And maybe I might piss some people off about the value of a mask, but um, I'm more concerned with building a relationship and helping other people succeed. Yeah. Uh, and am I concerned with health? Yeah, I've been home for seven months. Uh, literally, I'm in the old group and the, I'm in the vulnerable group. And I want to make sure that I'm here for my children and my grandchildren and my wife. And I'm going to do that in a way that if, that protects me, my 
you know, whatever my constitution is made of, I need an immune system that will fight off whatever the COVID is. Yes. Yep. It's by the um, way, I just got this um, um, coffee cup warmer. It's Ember. Do you know about them? I think I've heard about it. And you mentioned them this morning on your live, but I just, by the time I got on, you were just on the tail end. Of it. Is it the one that keeps yeah. them warm? Yeah. It's unbelievable. You pick <laughs> up a cup a- of coffee after you've had it for 20 minutes on your desk and it's like cold and you're going, shit. And then you got to go to the microwave or you got to get another cup of coffee or whatever. This thing keeps it at 141 degrees. And you That's can, cool. if you want 142, you can tell it that. It's on an That's app. <laughs> so I made a customized mug for Death Wish coffee. Nice. I'm going to try to get Justin's, um, if you're listening, Justin, I'm going to try to get, um, you know, 101 CBD or CBD 101. Yes. Yes. That would be awesome. We've got, and, uh, as well. Cause I'm <laughs> plug. Yes. And that stuff's good stuff too. Justin, oh, you know, God. If if you don't know Justin Benton, you hit him up. You he will he will hook you up with some awesome CBD that will uh, will help you up. There you go. There's Justin. He's listening in. Well wish coffee. Exactly. Well wish coffee. We'll we'll it. get something rolling. Yeah. But th- the challenge for anybody is what are you doing right now that makes others better and that doesn't put any strain on you or what you're doing. What can you do that actually helps other people succeed right now? Because that's what they're looking for. They may not want to. They may not want to buy your product, but they'll listen to you if you help them. Yes. And that's the biggest challenge of them all. Where's the help? What yes. are you doing? Yeah, so and that's I'm, I'm, <clears throat> even in thumbing through this. I mean, that's what all this is. Is this is yeah. this isn't just about you know Facebook Live or LinkedIn Live, but it's mm-hmm. about making sure that you're present and, and, you know, going back to what you said about a brochure, this was, it just pinged a thought that, um, my, the couple of the people in the mastermind, when you said something this weekend, you said, and I'm paraphrasing cause I, I don't have my notes right here in front of me. You said your online presence. And this is literally in response to the, the, uh, list on page 12 of this book, your online presence is 10,000 times more valuable to your ideal clients than any brochure that you've got. Correct. And that's one of the biggest things that I think, you know, for me that I've learned from you is you can sit and, you know, you can post crap online all you want to, but the real litmus test is whether or not the people that are tuning in are getting value, whether it's a video or it's an article or whatever. And you know that they are or aren't by your engagement. Yes. You know, if you have a, uh, I heard this this morning. If you have a million connections and a thousand views on your YouTube video, something's drastically wrong. <laughs> exactly. And so, yeah. whatever your you know your connection needs to your connection needs to have some kind of value to it, or you're screwed. Yes. And you know, that's, I think that's one of the missing links when it comes to LinkedIn is being able to bridge that gap between having connections on LinkedIn. So what to actually having relationships that are value-based. Yeah. Uh, Justin for well-wish coffee. I already have a call into my, my peeps at death wish. So we're, we're on it. <laughs> I wonder where the See, hell think- my phone is. Something's going. <laughs> I got it. Something's Mayday, going. Mayday. Yeah, it's Mayday, I know. <laughs> so this is uh, Justin Michael, you know, a, a mutual friend of ours, Jeffrey. <laughs> he he wanted to let you know that your favorite shirt was his John Galt shirt. Oh, cool. uh, you should you should check out the Reardon sh- the Reardon Steel shirt that he has. That uh, yeah, that Justin gave me a Reardon a Reardon Steel shirt. Just <laughs> I'm down that rabbit hole, and I've been down that rabbit hole for about two decades. Um, when you read Atlas Shrugged, your whole view of the world changes. Yeah. And when you read the fountainhead on top of it, your, your whole view of the, of the world, not only changes, it deepens. Yeah. It's about ethics. It's about morality. It's about, um, standing up for your beliefs. And I, uh, like very few other people actually grew up in the sixties. And when you grow up in the sixties and you can remember, what happened in the 60s, that those are two distinct things. <laughs> um, 
you recognize that our group had ideals and we were peaceniks or whatever, but we grew up in the age of Camelot, Kennedy's Camelot. And the world was just a different place where people lived literally by their own um, thoughts and convictions. And yeah. that's right now we live by other people's thoughts and convictions. And I'm sad, but true. It is. 141 degrees. <laughs> and it's been there since this morning, right? No, it's been there since the start of our show, but that's another story. Yeah. Um, I'm going to challenge anybody who's out there right now. What are you doing in 2021 that's going to make you a better person that you can convey to others so that they feel like they become a better person? Just that simple. Yeah. If you can do that, you're going to engage people. It, actually, it's going to start with you're going to attract people. Could you rather sell or attract? Huh? Which one would you rather do? And if you're going to attract them, then it's up to you. Can you engage them? And if you can engage them, then can you connect with them? And the glue is one word, value. Yes. If I perceive that there's value in your message, then I will want to engage with you. I will want to connect with you. And if I don't, you're out. Yes. So true. You can attract me. You know, I'm giving away a free house. Okay, that that's attractive to me. Um, but if you don't win the free, you still get this. Oh, well, that's cool. I'll I'll take that. I know I'm not going to win the house. Or I'm pretty sure I'm not going to win the house. But I might get the book of how to keep your house warm in the winter and cool in the summer at no at no charge. I'll take that book. Yeah. And that's it's cool to see that. I mean, it's. It's just a basic stuff. And, you know, one of the, one of the areas that I think, or that I see right now outside of the mastermind that you're giving an, an amazing amount of value is in your insiders club, which I'm also a part of. I might be a little bit of like a, a, a get or it now, since I didn't even know you this time last year. Yeah. So I mean, tell us, tell me, tell us a little bit more about the insiders club. Cause you're doing a lot of stuff with that. I decided to make one group well, you have the banner rolling and everything, right? Way to go, Justin. This is nice <laughs> around. Um, the Insiders Club is all of my content, my major courseware, and a group of people on Facebook that can interact with each other, and they're all sales winners. Master classes every month and coaching classes every month so that you as a salesperson can get new information about what's happening. We have some master classes coming up that are just absolutely unbelievable. And the the interaction that is provided to you by other salespeople, not just me. Um, I went live on it this morning to issue the challenge to salespeople about doing this video for Thanksgiving and Christmas uh, rather than sending me a card. And it was, first of all, it was well attended. Second of all, everyone wanted to get their two cents in. And, uh, and third of all, it has encouraged me to go do more of it. It's kind of fun to do. Yep. Yeah. Mark Mack. Wow. Yeah. Mark and I are friends actually in, in Justin Michaels community there that he's, he mentioned that, I guess you were on a different uh, show not too long ago. Zev media podcast with Zev Gotkin. Yeah. <laughs> you might do a couple shows every now and then, but I do a couple. Yeah. I, I've been doing one a day, so sometimes they blur. But <laughs> sometimes I know the people very well that I've done them with, and it's kind of fun to do. You know, you hang out with your friends. Yeah. Uh, I did one on Saturday with Anthony Ian Arino, where I'm real good friends with him. Um, and I ha I own salesblog.com. Oh, okay. Got it? Yeah. So he writes the sales blog. And I'm like... <laughs> So I busted his balls about that until we actually became friends. And, <laughs> and, uh, uh, notice a pattern with your friendship building. <laughs> it, yeah. It starts out adversarially. Um, <laughs> sometimes it stays adversarial, but most of the That's time it'll morph into a friendship if you do it right. <laughs> and, uh, but I'm having a good time no matter what I'm having fun. And people don't understand that part of the secret is if you're going to engage somebody, 
then make me laugh a little bit. Yeah. Or make me think about your your creative approach a little bit. Um, on this on this uh, podcast this afternoon that I did just before yours, uh, the guy was talking about cold calling, and I'm I think cold calling is a stupid waste of time. But that's another um, just that's just me personally. And they were talking about finding the pain, which is also a <laughs> bogus rabbit hole. You know, my pain is none of your business. Well, as soon as I can find the pain points, like, really? What do you mean? Well, you know, you know, where they, you know, no, I don't know. What do you mean? <laughs> Wouldn't you rather find the pleasure? Wouldn't you rather find something that you both know about or like? We, see, Brett and I met for breakfast a couple of weeks ago at Krispy Kreme Donuts. There's pleasure. Plenty. <laughs> Please. And I'm kibitzing with the ladies behind the counter. They're all having a good time. You know, the they're uh let's just say they're um they've enjoyed many donuts. <laughs> and um <laughs> but it's fun to watch. You're right in the factory, the Krispy Kreme donut factory, and you can't help but I have Krispy Kreme donuts and chocolate milk. That's my mm. shout out to Doug Wing. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to Doug Wing indeed. But more importantly, it's a business meeting in a friendly, fun environment. Yep. And you can't help but be positive about it. There's no woe is me. It's only what's the idea? Where can we take that idea? What can we do with that idea that becomes a positive value exchange? Um, I, for years, preached um, finding things in common and building rapport until I met Wyatt Woodsmall, who said, no, you take it a step further and find shared value or shared values. And I thought, holy shit, what, what was I thinking all this time? <laughs> so it's, it's a whole different story when you can find something that you both love, like my football team, or you have a kid who's in the same grade as my kid, or they they go to Nintendo Switch and do Animal Crossings. Whatever the whatever the thing is that takes me deeper, that's where I want to go. Yeah, and I'm going to get there with creativity, and I'm going to get there with value, and I'm not going to get there with a sales pitch or a bunch of slides that your marketing department gave you that pretty much suck, and you should probably hit the delete button right now, because <laughs> marketing you would think that marketing would be attached to creativity. But for the most part, it's attached to a PMS color. Well, it's got to be PMS 704 because if it's not 704, then it's not our real corporate color. Dude, it's not on brand. Come closer. Come closer. Give a shit. I don't <laughs> care about your corporate colors. You do. No one else does. Not yeah. one other person. Well, it's for branding. No, no. Value is for branding, not color. Yes. Value is for branding. Wow. Right there. If you want to talk about one one-liner from this entire show, value is for branding, not color. Right. Wow. Why would I, why, what do I care what my PMS color is? So, you know, you talked about creativity, and this is one of the things that I think you do amazingly. By the way, hold on one second, Brett. Yeah. If you're in marketing, I do not apologize for anything that I've said because <laughs> marketing typically doesn't understand how to make a sale. And I'm in marketing, which is funny. I remember the first time you said to me, all marketers are salespeople who don't know how to sell. <laughs> right. No, but so you, you talk oh, yeah, about creative. Yeah, no, I, I didn't. I'm, I'm not. <laughs> You're the king. I can't argue with that. 141 degrees. So you talk about creativity, but one of the things that you talk about when it comes to creativity is humor. And you mentioned it a second ago, but you have a, you have a specific approach to humor and it's not, you know, the sales guy walked into a bar and I think it's something that a lot of people miss when we're talking about humor. So uh, share a little bit about that. Cause you've shared it with me before. And I, I think it would just really give a lot of value in my little red book of selling hold up book. Chapter eight is if you can make them laugh, you can make them buy just that simple. Um, and in the book is a specific example. I think I can't remember exactly, but I'm riding down the road with a friend of mine who was trying to quit smoking. And I said, well, have you tried that nicotine gum? 
And she said, well, yeah, but I couldn't keep it lit. And <laughs> that's, that's what you're looking for. You're looking for something that has a laugh at the end of it or a creative engagement that has a smile at the end of it. And I'm going to give an example, a classic example that we talked about. Literally, I, I talked about the mastermind. I talked about it today. You're a banker. You make a cold calling blitz around six blocks in the city and you go in to introduce yourself, leave a business card and say, if you need anything, we have, uh, let's see, loans and uh, checking accounts and uh, we can do wire transfers and we have certificates of deposit that pay no interest. And you're talking about the same thing that any other bank has. They're all exactly the same. So I recommend that instead of walking in with your $2.50 brochure that's going to get shredded or thrown away the instant you leave, maybe even while you're standing there, <laughs> maybe, you walk in with a $2 bill and you hand it to the admin, admin person at the front and staple your or put a paper clip and put your business card to it and say, this is a sample of our product. And I'd like you to give this to your boss. And if he needs more of it, we have plenty of it at the bank. And I was wondering if you'd like a sample as well. Now, that sales call cost you four bucks and two business cards. Yep. What's the value of that? Who's going to talk about that sales call for a month? Yep. And what's going to happen to the, you know, your brochure is going to get shredded. And probably cost more than the $2 bill. Yep. When you combine marketing and printing and all the other crap. Oh, yeah. So take your brochure and shred your own brochure. That's what you need to do. And just show me where a customer wins with your company. And that will create a competitive advantage for you because nobody else does it. Yeah. And your customer will love it. It's what, what, why it would call a pattern interrupt. Yeah, it is a pattern interrupt. Um, and it is a, it's reverse of everybody else. It yeah. is the opposite. Uh, the great Daniel Burris says, whatever people do, do the opposite. So he, and his classic definition to me was, you know, it's not social distancing. Socially, we need to be closer than ever online. Yeah. It's physical distancing. Yep. You have to be physically apart from other people so as not to be in the germ spread area. Even though there's a 99.9% .9 chance that you will recover uh, from this pandemic, um, <laughs> physical distancing is something that you need to be aware of. Yeah. And I don't understand the difference. The virus is very, very intelligent. I don't know whether you're aware of this. It's only contagious in churches, but not in Walmart. You can go to Walmart and it's somehow miraculously not contagious. And the liquor stores say sanitize as well. Oh, yeah. The liquor stores are fine. But restaurants, that's where <laughs> you can catch it. So stay away from that kind of crap. Yep. Justin yeah. Benton here saying Dan Kennedy agrees. Whatever the masses are doing in marketing, do the opposite. Yeah. And it's so true. Dan Kennedy it's, is clever. It's are you going to stand above the noise? I mean, that's really what we're talking about here is are you going to stand above the noise that you're prospects and your your customers are already hearing day in and day out and i don't think that's a challenge that you've ever that you faced here lately is standing above the noise because you are giving value at such a high level and you know you're kind of unique i'm having a good time at it i'm having a good time at it and i think that's what most people don't understand like i don't wake up in the morning and go oh, shit another day you know it's hump <laughs> day whatever that is and so i'm i'm Actually, you want to know what day it is? It's Groundhog's Day because it's been Groundhog's Day for the last six months. It's You're so sitting true. there and it's the same COVID shit and the same wear your mask in public. And I, don't get me started. Oh, when I got when I got back, it had been so long. When I got back from Florida, it had been so long. I feel like since I had been out of the house, I was like, hold on. I'm not even sure what my routine is supposed to be right now. Right. Wasn't it fun, though, to hang out with everybody and go to a restaurant and awesome. shoot the breeze with people that are just above intelligence? They're brilliant oh, yeah. people. Oh, yeah. And well, that's, you're that's hanging cool. on the words of everybody. You really and are. You, and that's it's the truth. Like in the morning. Yeah. They, oh, 
and later. <laughs> That's, I mean, I, I was a part of sitting in the lobby of the hotel, you know. Yeah, we owned that lobby. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And that's, I mean, we just. I, tell just them, I, I actually had my tape measure on me. Some of you were only five feet apart and it was starting to piss me off. <laughs> uh, I carry a tape measure with me just to make sure. <laughs> that reminds, there, there used to be a little Saturday Night Live sketch that was the debate. And then Jim Carrey was Joe Biden and he came out and whipped out a tape measure to measure the distance between the two podiums and then scooted his podium away. Yeah. Exactly. That's what that made me think of. That's good stuff. Um, I'll tell you something off the record when we finish. Just remind me. Okay. Um, but but the for your audience, Brett, the, the challenge right now is what are you going to do going into next year that your customers perceive as value and how are you taking that message live and alive so that, and you can start with your Christmas card. Yeah. Just throw them away and send me a video telling me how much you appreciate my business and telling me what we're going to do in 2021 to get better. And I, I don't understand why people aren't doing this. I'm going to go to the mail today. There'll be 10 Christmas cards there. 10. Yeah. From people that I'm like, seriously? Yep. Well, and there's Seriously. a reason that the book's called Think and Grow Rich. Well, yeah, exactly. Think, comma, then grow rich. <laughs> exactly. That's what the title should be, but that's, you know, who am I 100 years later to talk about that? I'm just not qualified. Um, I think that you need to look at yourself and your, your perception of where you're growing to next year, not where you're going, where you're growing to next year, and make an adjustment. You know, do something for yourself. Um, I talked about it this morning on my live. Make a list for who you're going to buy shit for for Christmas and then go out and buy yourself something big and expensive first. You're Santa Claus. You can do whatever you want. <laughs> Got it? Just go to the store and get yourself the coolest thing on the planet. Big TV, computer, anything. Get a new iPhone 12 Max named after my dad, Max. I don't know how they knew he had that brilliance about him, but they <laughs> put it in there. And you didn't even trademark it. <laughs> nor, did, nor did they pay me for it. <laughs> but, but the challenge is this. If you recognize who you are and who you can become, then you can march to victory. If you don't, then you're going to hibernate and watch other people do it and be pissed off that they're doing it and you're not. And that's a big opportunity wasted. Big. If you recognize who you are and who you can become, that's your march to victory. Exactly. I can I cannot think of a of a better way right there just to to just they I mean that's that's 2021. And that's here's the thing is I'm not one of these that's like, okay, at midnight at midnight at the end on December 31st on 20 of 2020 that you know everything's gonna be back in and hunky dory. But this is and Jeffrey's making a course for it. He just mentioned it, I think. This is yeah. the march into the next decade. And this is once you rec once you start with what what you just said, recognizing who you are and who you can become, and you partner it with this by just broadcasting who you are and who you're becoming. I mean, that's your differentiation right there. When we do the uh, have your best decade ever, it will probably include the go live course as a bonus. So just be aware that it'll be pretty valuable. Over the course of the next couple of weeks, we're going to create the promo for it and the content for it as we go along, because I won't be able to do it all at one time. But there'll be videos, short videos, just like the new normal was. There's like 37 videos in that. And it'll be fun because yeah. I'm, I'm irreverent. I am not part of the politically correct culture. I'm politically incorrect. And people love it. Yeah. But oh, I'm yeah. from Philly. I cold called in New York City. Up yours is a greeting when you walk in the door. There's no one politically correct there. And I could go even further, but this might be a G-rated show. And, you know, Brett's got little <laughs> kids, and I don't want him to hear the F-bomb straight off the bat. But you, you need to understand that this is a different environment. And if someone is politically correct and trying to and has a pipe up their ass, leave them. Yeah. Let them hang with them. Let them hang with their own kind because you're not going to have any. First of all, they're going to try to cut your price. And second of all, they're going to be difficult to deal with. And anything you say is going to be offensive to them. 
The best thing to do with people like that is introduce them to the competitor that you hate the most and to say, listen, I'm not the best person to serve you, but I have someone who's going to be amazing for you. And <laughs> That's the best thing you can do. There you go. That's, that is the sales tip from the king. Introduce your, <laughs> your worst customers to your most hated, co co hated competitor. What could be better? <laughs> All right, I gotta stuff. go. Um, Absolutely. Brett, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And if you want to, again, really get the value, like well, this is just like a picture, a small picture of what Jeffrey does on a regular basis inside of in his insiders club. Or if you want to, to get more information on becoming a part of the mastermind, the organized acceleration mastermind, which is where one of the places that I get to interact with Jeffrey the most email, help me at getimer.com. Or if you want to join the, the insiders club, you can click below. So Jeffrey, I'm going to take you out for just a second. I'm going to talk about what we're going to do next week or this Thursday, actually. And then we'll finish up here. So again, thank you so much for tuning in. I, I can't, can't state how much I've really enjoyed um, got, getting to have Jeffrey here on the show. It's seriously, if nothing else, you can catch Jeffrey every single day live on Facebook and LinkedIn at 9.59 a.m. Eastern, because as he says, that's the only time zone that matters, that he will be live and have the and you'll have an opportunity just to get a picture of what you could get inside of the Insiders Club. Um, but with that, we will be coming live to you again on Thursday at 3.30 p.m. And we're going to be, we're going to have a guest that's a very good friend of mine. Her name is Hope White. She's the president and CEO of HD White Logistics. And she has an amazing story. And I can't wait for her to uh, share that with you and for you to be able to hear some of her story and hear how amazing things have been going for her. So with that, I look forward to talking to you next time. And until then, we'll keep reminding you to either post value or don't bother. <laughs>